1: Hey, recording in progress. <laughs>
0: yes. Welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. Guys, I'm so excited about today's interview because it is super special that I get this opportunity to meet Allison Wells, Guys, look. Okay, look, my phone. I got to show you guys. Look, Living Water. Look, ooh, ah, uh, look. Allison <laughs> Wills' newest book came out. I've got it on ebook. Allison, you've got the paperback, hardback. What you got? I've got a hardback with me. Fancy, fancy look, guys. She is a bestseller. And it just came out this week. So she's selling in biblical fiction right now. You guys have got to go check this book out. And now get the talk with Allison. So thanks for joining us, guys. Allison is a southerner. She is a sweet tea, drinking addict, and a mama, and I cannot wait to hear her story of how she was inspired to write Living Water, but also just her author journey. So thanks, Allison. Tell us more about you. Hey, well,
1: thank you for having me. Um, like you said, I'm a southerner. I am um, in South Carolina. My family has been in South Carolina since 1640. A um, little bit of trivia there. We're we're OG South Carolina. Um, I am a sweet tea addict. In fact, I have my my sweet tea here with my Strange Planet sticker on it because I love him. And I've got a mug full of M&Ms here. Uh, and I'm just here to talk to you. But yeah, I'm a mom. I have four kids. I have a daughter and three sons. And I'm married. And I am um, into all things Clemson. Go Tigers! And uh, I just. I'm just happy to be here and talk with every talk with you and talk with everyone.
0: Okay. So your book released this week. Wow. Yes. And how did that feel? Seeing it just boom out there in the world and knowing reviews are coming um, in.
1: It's that- been crazy. This is my fourth book. And so I, you know, the rest of them were like, you know, my friends and family were like, oh, yay. You know, and this one actually seems to be doing pretty well. So I'm really thrilled that it's really taking off and that the story of Roxy is taking off with people and that they're really resonating with her. I think everyone sees a little bit of themselves in her. And uh, I just, I love that. I love that her journey, while it's fictional, um, helps so many people tap in with their own journey.
0: And speaking of having success, sitting there on the bestseller list in biblical fiction. Like congratulations on that milestone. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. And and so when you first started the book, like I have to know, we, we got to talk process. But when you first started writing, when was that? When did this idea come to you?
1: Um, for this book, um, oh my gosh, a long time ago, probably eight, ten years ago, I started it. Um, roundabout. I don't know. I guess I did a Bible study. I'm a huge Liz Curtis Higgs fan. She is my absolute favorite. And if by chance she's ever watching, because I love her. Um, And she just really inspired me to write. And I've done all the bad girls of the Bible, Bible studies. And the woman at the well is one of them. And the one thing that has always bugged me about the woman at the well is that she doesn't have a name. And I've said this in a couple of different um, blog posts that I've done, like, what is her name? And so I just, I'm a huge name nerd, and so I really just wanted to know who she was, what was her story, and I figured I'm never going to know this side of heaven what her story is, so I decided to just write it myself um, and, pick, and came up with it.
0: You picked Roxy, and I will let you know I'm singing Roxanne at the very beginning when I sang Roxy's name.
1: And that is where she got the name from.
0: I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. So, So when you got Roxy, she came to you. Was her story already pretty much written in your heart? Like you kind of knew the plot. Like, did you? I knew. Journey. Did you know the husband journey, or were you just going with it and seeing where it would take? I,
1: for the most part, I go with it. But when you are writing a story where you have to marry your main character off five times, you you have to you know that some of them are going to be ugly, and you know that some of them are going to end with tragedy. Uh, I I can't imagine anyone voluntarily being like, I'm going to get married five times. Like, who does that? No one sets out with that goal. Um, So I knew with writing her that there was going to be a lot of heartache involved. And it just kind of depended on who it was and where she was in her life stage as to what exactly happened. When she's young and she marries Josh at 18 years old you know, that's just puppy love and that she was so swept up in the moment and he called her, his muse and she was so, yeah, he knew her name oh and name. someone was like, and I think at the end, her friend yeah. says like, you married him because he knew your name
0: yeah. and she was like, uh, oh
1: my gosh, that's I did, right. you know, Um, but that, what an 18 year old thing to do, you know? And I think like by the time she gets to Will at the end, you know, she's She's, you know, she's lost her child, she's lost her husband, and here is a, a man with a built-in family with a child, and I think that that kind of really just resonates with her, and he saw her pain firsthand, being there at the wreck, and And I think that that really um, just attracted her to him, and I think his intentions were, were very pure and honest in the beginning, um, but I guess but we'll talk about de- that later. But he so. was dealing
0: with his own. He was dealing with his own process yeah. of love and and letting go yeah. and and having to live a life, new but still stepping into old. And there was right. one time where she even had a recognition point. I, I'm going to paraphrase it, but she was like, "I'm wondering if I'm carrying all of my past relationships in with me." right
1: exactly like
0: like she hit that moment with her though it was just this honest purity about roxy that you just gravitate towards like you know that you know one the puppy love her name he knows her he recognizes her her father didn't recognize her you know she, she quite didn't fit in there at the very beginning but, right. you know, and, and then she struggles with that, like, is you know, along with the plot too. She always struggles with with a lot of issues. It's not just relationships with, with men, but it's with family, it's with God. And she goes through this whole emotional ride that, that it takes you on. I was like, okay, I'm going to start the book. Here's what I tell Eli, my husband. I'm like, I'm going to read for an hour this is what I tell him. I'm going to start I'm just because I have little pockets of time, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to clock. I'm going to read for one hour. Next thing I know it's an hour and a half. And I'm like, no baby, just watch one more video. I got to read a little <laughs> bit more. And so he's turned on another video and I'm reading, reading, reading. And I had like maybe 50 pages left to go, 50 pages left. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how is this going to end? And I was like, but I've got to <laughs> go to bed because I do have a job. Like I do have to go to bed. And I'm like, and I was so exhausted because you know we're working screen time all day, and then I'm screen reading, and I'm like, okay, I have to, I have to for for me, I have to do this. And I'm like, but Roxy, what happened? <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'll finish it. So I get up earlier than normal. So I go to, it's hilarious. I might as well just have stayed up, right? But I get up earlier so I can finish those last fifty because I couldn't go about the rest of my day. Oh. Like i couldn't allison i was not going about the rest of my day saying okay because then I was gonna about to do some which is mean you know shirk responsibilities <laughs> to read a book because it was in the middle of the work week so i was like i am just gonna get up early I can't stand it i gotta see and i hadn't read before i went to work and oh my I, goodness i had it closed up and i'm like yeah I should have just stayed up what am i doing i, I <laughs> because, so Roxy has disrupted my life in a lovely way this week because it is you're not the first
1: person who has said that so.
0: it's such an impactful book though there are so many messages there and I feel like what you said like people can see a little bit of them in Roxy or they can see themselves in the friend or they can see themselves on the other side of that relationship or you know, working with someone who might have been wounded or, or hurt uh, or his healing. Like there's so many places, so many entry points that you have into Living Water that that really can really open that book up for a reader experience based on, you know, personal suitcases that we carry with us. But right. yeah, I mean you you hit me right from the beginning and I knew this was a book that mattered. Like I knew that this book could be like one of those books that can help change someone's life. Oh, no, for real, for real, like for real, like I'm talking straight talk right now because when you you get with a character like this, who's going through change and transition in such a fast pace, I mean, there was no boring part ever. There was no slow part ever. You're pacing- (laughs) You skipped over those parts. (laughs) There were none because like the pacing, the pacing was just so like in it you were there Mm -hmm. and it was like okay i'm in this you know i had a feeling i knew what was coming i'm inferring because okay she's been married five times it's not a spoiler alert y'all it's in the description yeah do read the description and it'll tell you so you know right away so all you're doing this whole ride is going what next roxy yep so did you plan on doing all that description like that and kind of saying, look, this is a retelling of the woman at the well? Like you yeah, know.
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's so yeah, now-
1: absolutely. And if you look at the back of the hardcover, I don't know if you'll be able to see that, but the back of the hardcover says, I now declare you husband and wife five times yeah. in five different ways. And you know, going into it, that she's going to get married five times. And I think a lot of people, when they get and I've heard this from a few people when they get to Adam and he's husband number four. And I I had a friend text me and go, why is he number four? Why is he number four? Why is he number four? You know? And it, and it wasn't intentional. I mean, like it was intentional, but it wasn't like, I didn't write it thinking, oh, everyone's going to catch on that he's number four, you know, when they're supposed to be five.
0: So I called it, I called it. But I I couldn't message you because I had to have the whole experience. But I loved him from marriage one. So yes, that that whole relationship I knew it. But I felt it in my uh, my heart of hearts. I said he's gonna be in this lineup somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be number five. He's gonna be number five, and he's it's gonna be this. And so you threw me for a complete loop to where all the change fell out of my pocket. I'm in an upside down roller coaster and everything's just falling to the ground. And I'm going, wait a minute. I'm yep. counting right now, I'm not a math teacher. So I had to really back up and I had to say, okay, I'm not a <laughs> math teacher. Let me go through these again. And then I was like, and I looked at Eli. Yep. Cause he's listening, he thinks I'm weird when I'm reading because he knows nothing I'm talking about. And I'll go and say something to him every now and then cause he's sitting there watching just dig it on youtube and i'm going eli this man's number four this isn't right this, <laughs> this is not right and i'm like to then you gotta read because it's like to the point where wait a minute poor roxy to where you're just tenderhearted and you love her and you want her to get that happiness that
1: she
0: gave yeah, her. so you just had fun, just tear Roxy up and down and this. No,
1: I didn't. It was terrible. It was so terrible. Every when I wrote when I wrote that scene, um, when I wrote the car accident scene, I I cried and cried and cried, and then when I like, and then I never touched it again. Every time I would go through and rewrite stuff, I would I'd skip that because I just couldn't deal with it and um and when you know when the publishers you know and the editors were like okay well let's and i'm like i can't you don't understand i cannot i cannot handle this scene um i just couldn't i really just couldn't because I, you know it, adam is adam is my husband you know he's just that like he'd rather sit at home and have popcorn and watch the goonies um you know right. so so doing that was was heart-wrenching
0: and the vision that she had broke me in two okay so there's a part guys i'm not doing spoiler alerts You, (laughs) the the back of the book says five husbands don't think i'm giving you spoiler alerts on this show i'm just going to say this one part there's this part about the vision and when you get to it it you're going to understand those of you that know me that hit me when she when she's standing there and she has this vision here I am praying for the fictional character. I'm saying, Lord, bless this woman. Let something <laughs> happen this way, Lord, for this fictional character. I'm I'm praying for the fictional character out there because I felt so strong in that moment, that emotion and that vision. It was almost as if I could hear the laughter and the footsteps and the running and all of that. And I was right. like, oh my gosh, this book is so powerful. It can hit people in places because it's such a vulnerable book. It is such a... a a real harsh hard look of of the goodness of life but also the tragedy of life and then how it can work together for god's good too yeah like man like i'm telling you when i say this book is impactful there is one of the one of the situations and i'm not going to spoil it but when it even gets to the end that's when it kind of you're leading that reader along to form their own kind of how how is this book meaningful to me? Like, you know, as a reader, we're piecing it together ourselves. But then when you, when you get to those ending chapters and the way that direction went, was that always that direction there at the end?
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah. There, no spoiler alerts, but I'm just letting you guys know, when y'all get there, um, it's such a sweet, satisfying end It's such one that just makes you pause in the moment and say, thank you, God. It's like such a sweet, satisfying end that you realize that the experience that you went through worth every single minute, worth every single page turn to get to the place where the woman at the well was at the place. And then what happened after her fountain visit? Like, I I love that. They're by the fountain. I got it. I got it. (laughs) And then it's like, okay, what's next? Because you know the book's not over, right? You you, you know that there's some more pages there. And so you're like, oh my gosh, come on, Roxy. What's next? That's what you're going to be saying to yourself the whole time. You guys can email me and say, Jen, you were right about this one. Five star love, (laughs) up and down, five star marriages, five star love five star everything times a million because this is just, just a such a beautiful book it's just it is just so poignant I it is a moving book and, and it's, yeah, it, it is, much is anybody who loves women's fiction anybody who just just wants to take a book and get lost in pages but know that it's a book that matters I mean living water is it allison it's it it's just beautiful. well you're
1: making me blush no I'm not. it's
0: true it's so true it is just a it's a it's truly an experience that i pray that so many women and, and people have an opportunity to to share in that they get an, a shared experience with your book
1: I hope so. I really do hope so. And I think, I, th- I know when I was writing it, there was debate in my own head and my husband read part of it. And there were, we were debating like, is it, is it Christian enough? Because God doesn't really enter the equation until the end of the book. You know, this is her story, most of it before, you know, and she does in in a, a later husband you know they do start going to church but her motives for that weren't necessarily the right motives you know and she was baptized i think because she was supposed to be you know not necessarily because she had that change in her heart i think it was just like she was doing what she was supposed to be doing um and and so it's not until she meets Linus at the very end um, who is not romantically linked to her at all, by the way, people, um, you know, that she really has that change in her heart and, and that makes the biggest difference for her. And if you notice, his name is, and I'm given, I'm not giving away stuff, I think with the name, but Linus, the world's most famous Linus, has a security blanket, you know, and I think that he provides that security blanket for Roxy. So. that
0: she will carry around with her forever
1: yeah
0: and you know when you get to that point though you recognize that so many of us have our own testimony you know mm-hmm. we have rich deep tough testimonies and it, it's not a, a, a perfect walk you know jesus right. ever said it was meant to be you know he did say give a you know Give me your burdens, you know, give me, I'll make it light. You know, you can have joy more abundantly, you know, trust in him. And so by, by it not being like that from the beginning, you're showing maybe a realistic path to true relationship to Christ. So, so I, I see how that worked because that was her developing and moving through life to when she then recognized the truth. And the life right. of jesus it, it made that much more powerful for her to where she did have that transformation yeah but you're telling the woman in the whale
1: i had um i had someone say to me that they ne- it never occurred to them that she had feelings before this and that you know she was she'd been married five times clearly she, you know, she goes to the well by herself in the middle of the day. So she is the social pariah. She is the one that no one wants to see and talk to. And so they just figured she was a bad person from the get go. And I was like, no one, no one gets married five times because they think it's fun. You know, it, there's got to have been whatever the real biblical woman at the well, whatever her story was, I know there had to have been heartache in there. You know, I'm sure she thought on husband number three, finally, I finally, this one's going to stick. This one's going to stay whatever the situation was, this one's going to be it. And then whatever happens, she get, I mean, shoot, it says in the Bible, she was married to five men and the man she was living with wasn't even her husband. And I kind of tried to put that into the book without adding a whole nother man in there. Um, But man, you know, she was a a real woman with real feelings who had to go to the well by herself because no one wanted to go with her
0: which could have been shame which could have been loneliness which could have been disillusionment hurt you know carrying around each one and and then you gave those moments of the chastisement and the name calling or you know the gossip like imagine how that would have felt and maybe that's why she went along so she didn't have to yeah that she didn't have to right. deal, to deal with the stairs or are you gonna take my husband next or are you yeah. this you're the man eater. Yeah. Okay Daryl Hall and John Oates. You had me seeing a man eater in like <laughs> I'm like like uh oh, here she comes watch out she's a man yeah
1: and that's you know and that's the reputation that she gets but she it it definitely um it definitely blew up in her face you know it wasn't something that you know she she wasn't a man stealer right and none of the situations was she a man stealer and none of the situations did she kill her husband you know
0: it was just none of that it was hard gossip and that's another thing too like when you think about reader experience maybe that'll call out this person who's reading and say man I should watch my tongue you know, maybe right. I shouldn't be a part of the gossip train. Maybe I don't know what that other person is going through right at that next table. And I better just check my that could be a check yeah. for that. And if that's what it took, that one check for them to see the, the innocence in this and, and the the heart of this, then that's mm-hmm. done its purpose too. Well, that's what I'm yeah. telling you. This book can hit at so many different access points to people's lives and hearts that it's not just necessarily right. the roxy experience but also christian faith and what happens in tragedy do we just not surround people does the church back away or does the church come in and support and what does that look like and then You know, you touched on things like that. Like you were touching on some really heavy hitting themes in there that can make people stop and reflect and evaluate themselves on their own Christian walk or evaluate themselves and say, "Okay, I understand that I'm really lost right now or I really understand that I might be in one of these really dangerous situations right now and that was one of the parts that i was alluding to earlier that i think can be life changing for people is that by you adding in one of those husband wife scenarios in there and setting that stage you know somebody could be dealing with that as we speak right now and they get the book exactly and they say i can have the strength to do this there can be a way that I can do this. And with that alone, that hope, that seed of hope can be planted. And that could change a life for that person, for their family, for their future generations of that family. And that's how words can impact. Yeah,
1: that is, that is 100% my prayer is that people get to that point in the book. If they're in that situation, or they know someone in that situation, that it will give them just, you know, the courage, the bravery to speak up, whether it's, you know, a friend or a family member that's going through it, um, or if it's they themselves to, to stand up, to realize that you can't change other people. That's not your job. You know, your job is to work on yourself and to grow your relationship with God. It's not your job to fix someone else over here. Um, even if there's someone close to you, uh, you know, but just, I really hope that, She can help someone realize that they don't have to live in that situation. Yes. So
0: So, when you were first writing this, did you see all of those impact angles, or were you just experiencing that as an author? Like were you just No, No,
1: you're mentioning all these things that I'm like, oh, I did that? I didn't even realize. (laughs) Um I it just it's just it's just her story. You know, it, um, I'm, I'm a pantser as a writer. I don't really plan things out more than, okay, I've got Roxy, she's going to marry these guys. Um, you know, and I kind of maybe named them off and maybe just one or two, you know, like Josh is the first husband, he's puppy love, um, you know, because she's young and naive and he called her his muse and, you know, like, and that's who doesn't want that. And then, so kind of working through like, um, with the second husband, it was, that one was a little bit tougher. Cause I was like, well, what, I don't want to jump into anything overly heavy, uh, but at the same time, you know, like, I don't want it to be an echo of the first one. It's really hard writing five different marriages <laughs> to five different guys and making them all different. Um, so, so that one kind of went through a lot of editing as I was working on it. Um, but, but yeah, just, just, I write it all kind of by the seat of my pants without a whole lot of forethought into it. But it, a lot of it is my experience. Roxy is um, just a few years older than me. And so, you know, when she's talking about Green Day and Nirvana, like that's what I was listening to and, and, you know, going on and trying to figure out what she wanted to do with her life and realizing that, you know, what her passion is. And so that's something that I had to kind of grapple with myself as I was growing up. Like what? what is my passion I went to college but uh, you know piece of paper doesn't isn't doing me a whole heck of a lot of good at the moment you know um so just trying to figure out what what to do and where to go and um yeah just try and, and get a cohesive story out of it and and they really the characters really I don't, I say they live in my head and, and they tell me their story. So, you know, when we get to a husband like Ray and I was like, okay, he's really sweet. And, you know, he's, he's attentive and, you know, and then we find out that he's only attentive for one reason and he's really not that sweet. And then you meet his parents, and <laughs> you get a little bit of insight there. And, um, and, and yeah, they just, they tell me what their story is. Um, I don't really dictate it myself a whole lot. It, and that makes me sound maybe a little psycho. I don't know. No, uh,
0: Because, I'm, I'm you, <laughs> you know, I'm always saying, you know, honor the blank page. I'm Mm -hmm. showing up at this computer, not just me, but with the Holy Spirit, and I'm honoring this blank page, and whatever is meant to come out, the Lord is going to provide me these words, and I might not see the human threads. I might not see how it's all connected when I'm writing, because you just said you didn't really kind of see some of these things until now, looking back, it's like, you know, so many deep, meaningful entry points in here that that lets me know it's the work of. You and the holy spirit the holy spirit driving that story and and, and making it you know making it as powerful as it can be because it's right absolutely you know, yeah so I, I give credit to jesus and, and i give credit because i'm reading, Abs, I just yes i read it and i'm giving credit to jesus um because there's a lot that can be done there it, you yeah. know words can soften the heart and then allow that the, the the transformation and the, and the belief and the faith to be there. So, um, and you put people on such a journey. Wow. Like it is an emotional journey, but with that, that allows maybe people to be shaken up. And then that moment comes. Yeah. And then that's one of the
1: things I try to do with all of my books that I've really try to do is write a story so that people reading it Um, whether they're, they're believers or not, even that they'll see that the life of a Christian is not sunshine and rainbows. You know, our life is not a Hallmark movie where the worst thing to happen is, is like the local store shutting down. And I realize that can be devastating for people, but you know, there's, it's so much deeper and there's, you know, we deal with, with death, we deal with huge tragedies. Um, And I, I try to write that into all of my books so that, that, that deep feeling Um, comes out and then the ability to overcome and the ability to have redemption at the end of it Um, and that's my ultimate goal with writing is to try to show that redemption that comes in the end
0: and so you say gritty christian work
1: yes i like
0: that when i saw that thank you on your pages i was like okay so so talk a little bit more about how you came to realize that that gritty christian was there was it the first book, or was it more when you started moving through the journey?
1: Um, I, I think when I started moving through the journey, the first book I wrote is is very hallmarkish because I wanted to see if I could do it. Now, let me tell you, people die in the first book. It takes place during World War II. There well, is a lot of sadness in it.
0: Then it might <laughs> <be> hallmarkish, <actually. laughs> but but it's just it's
1: very sappy, and it's very much follows that like the Christian romance arc that you typically see you know it very much follows that um but when i wrote i'll show up this one when i wrote bella the night um oh i love my covers shout love. out to Cami for my covers love. um but this this book is about a prostitute um it is christian fiction about a prostitute who um is living in 1915 new orleans and and she meets a, a pastor who's come to town to um, to save the souls, you know, of the wicked city and they fall in love, you know? And so, but it's, it's, she's not past that point in her life yet. She's still like, she is still in a brothel when they meet and when they fall in love.
0: So this is, Mulan um, you know, Rouge, so it, this is Mulan Rouge. <laughs> <daytime. laughs>
1: a little bit, a little bit, but it, it just, um, but I didn't want to write something that was pretty, you know? Uh, I think real life isn't pretty and it's, it's gritty and it's raw. And it's just because I believe in God doesn't mean that I'm immune to the bad things that happen in, in life. All it means is that I have a savior out there who helps me get through it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I lean on him in order to help me get through you know, to the next day when something bad happens. I lean on him to help me see, you know, that little bit of light at the end of the tunnel that's so dark, you know, and that's what I really want to convey in my stories. And so that's where the idea of gritty Christian came from.
0: And so like for Roxy's character, because she doesn't have that deep well of faith near, you know, in her earlier pages, in her earlier journey, she's leaning on the world she's leaning on the next man in the next chapter and so when one door closes another door opens when one when one marriage closes the next marriage opens and so it's almost as if you're like okay you're you're still falling back into the traps of the world yeah you're going through that but then you know like you said that redemption story and you know how excited the woman at the well was every time i read it in the bible now i'm going to call her roxy i'm just going to give her the name (laughs) i'm not going to be okay i'm going to do a paraphrase i don't know what kind of version that's going to be but it's going to be a paraphrase and it's going to be like roxy in my mind but but then the joy when she receives christ and the understanding that he is the
1: living listen this is what this is what got me about the story of the woman at the well in John four is that now I, I, in churches that, that I go to, you know, we read the NIV, we read the ESV um, things like that. But if you look at the CEV and my, I'm going to have a brain fart. I don't remember what that stands for now. Um, but if you look at the CEV, <laughs> are you going to Google it real fast? Yes. Um, no. It's like con- contemporary English version maybe, but in the CEV. Okay. So in all the other versions, it says that the woman, left her jar at the well and went to town and told people about the man that she met. Who is this man? Might he be the Messiah? He knows everything I ever did. In the CEV, it says she put down her jar and she ran back to town. And that, I mean, that affected me. So it's going to make me emotional now. That affected me so much because here is this woman who is a social pariah. She's the one who doesn't get invited to the party. She's the one who has had five husbands and all the other women whisper about her. This is is the woman who all the other women in town pull back their children to stay away from her. That's how I see her. And this woman left her water jug at the well, ran back to town and said, come see this man who knows everything I ever did. Listen, I... In my in my heart of hearts, she is the first um, first evangelist, you know, and a woman, by the way. um, But she ran back to town to say, come and meet Jesus. And that just like it makes my heart race now just thinking about it. That is so powerful. But when you meet Jesus, you want to run, you want to drop everything and run and tell people about him. And, and that, that was why I wanted to write Roxy's story, you know, because it, it just, it got me very, very deeply.
0: And so I want to read this next part because when she ran, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Yes. And knowing that Roxy's story can bring people to the cross.
1: Absolutely.
0: She brought people to Jesus. They listened to her, her testimony. It shocked them probably. Wait, what? Who is this? Let's go see. So now yeah. they're intrigued and now they're following and they ran out to meet him. And yeah. if that is what living water will do. To
1: bring Isn't people- that amazing?
0: Yes, and it will bring people closer to Christ because you had the courage to sit in front of a blank screen and take a chance to tell a story that has not been told because you took a chance yeah.
1: to tell Roxy. Thank you. Making me you're making me all emotional.
0: <laughs> but it is but because yeah. we're talking about be you know standing between heaven and hell we are talking about the powerful mediator of Christ into someone's life and how words can do that and how books can do that. So when I say books that matter, it can bring people closer yeah. to Jesus. You have a book that Absolutely. matters. And I'm just Thank so you. thankful Thank that you. you've, you know, I'm thankful that, that you, you trust the process and you went with the story and it was what it was because it is just a beautiful reflection of God's love of, of men and women. And Thank so you.
1: that's, that's the goal.
0: And so uh, you hit the mark. <laughs> and so now that it's here, and you've launched, what have you learned? What are some things that you've learned through this process about your um, author and, and all of this?
1: Um, I've really learned to trust the stories that God has laid on my heart. I I had a story laid on my heart um, almost two years ago now, and it's going very slowly because I do have four children, Uh, um, but a story that was laid on my heart and that I've really struggled with because I said this is I'm not equipped to tell this story. Um, It's not my story to tell. And, and I've really learned, especially with living water is to trust that God laid this story on my heart for a reason. And I need to trust that and, and try to get, I need to finish it, but, you know, and try to get it told because I want people to be able to see that redemption that comes at the end. I want people to see that struggle and learn, you know, how to rely on God and put their trust in him, regardless of what happens in their life. Um, but it, and in writing I really hope that I can adequately express the love that God has for all of his children. And, um, and that no matter what happens in your life, no matter if you have been married five times or you, I'm looking at my other books thinking that I've got teen pregnancy in one of them, I've got, um, ravages of war and them, uh, that no matter what, God will meet you where you are and bring you to him. And and I really hope that I can convey that with all the stories that I write.
0: So I will continue to pray for you for strength during the hard things. Thank you. Because writing is not an easy road. No. Um, but it is a worthy one. And talk about that balance and taking that time to write while you are managing a large family. Because I do have a lot of people that say, "How do you do it? What yeah. What are some What are some tips? Um,
1: Um, I really, now uh, my youngest is in kindergarten this year. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: It's amazing. Um, but it's hard. I wrote, um, when I wrote my very first book, it was published in 2019. I wrote it in 2005. Um, it, it took a long time. I wrote, um, I started living water probably eight years ago. Um, and I have an eight year old uh, and a five year old and then my older two are 13 and 14. And, um, and, and it's hard, it's hard to carve out that time, especially when they're little. And I think anyone who wants to write, um, especially if they're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, either one, is that it's okay if it takes a long time, it doesn't matter. As long as God has laid that story on your heart, you will find the time to finish it. And then now that they're all in school, um, it, it's, believe me, I say hallelujah every day, but it, it's, uh, it's carving out that time and making that time Uh, to sit down and make your schedule and, and really, really put your, I say pen to paper, but you know, we all type it now, but, um, but really sit down and do it and make it a priority. And that, and when it's, when that fits into your life, it doesn't always fit into your life at certain, like I haven't written for about two months because I have four children and it's the end of the school year and everything is happening and that's okay. Um, Yeah. But yeah, just, you know, if God has laid that story on someone's heart, i no matter what, no matter if it takes 15 years for it to become a book, you know, it'll serve a purpose and it'll come out when it's supposed to.
0: Love that. Love it. So what other types of like highlight moments for you? Like what were like celebration moments for you throughout Living Water? What was that like?
1: Um, Like in the book? Or, no like as, as you were me, going
0: yeah for you oh, as the author what um, what were like some special highlights for you so
1: um when roxy has liam um that was really special for me because um, my husband and i tried to get pregnant for a while before we had our first one and and there was a lot of like what do we do do you know The doctor was like saying, oh, well, let's get these tests done, you know, since it's been more than a year. And and I I just, I don't know. I just didn't really want to do that. So I I wanted to put that into her story as um, seeing that struggle that a lot of women go through trying to have a family. Um, And so when she has, and you talked about the the premonition, you know, the vision that she had, um, that was really big for me uh, because I had that, I had that vision of seeing Um, when my niece was real little, I had a vision of seeing a, a different, it was my niece, but not my niece. And I knew that it was my child and my first child was my daughter. Um, so that, you know, that really kind of was one of those special heart moments for me. Um, and gosh, her, you know, following her passion, figuring out that she didn't need to follow her parents' plan for her life. She needed to follow God's plan for her life. And, um, and that was something that was important for me as well, uh, in her journey, because that was something where like, you know, I went to college with a plan and that plan did not quite work out the way I wanted it to. Um, and, and it wasn't my parents plan at all, but just, you know, I had this thought in my head of what I was supposed to do and that didn't happen. Um, and that was okay. God had another
0: plan for me. And were so you... I love being able to, but no, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask where you always, okay. What was writing a part oh. of your plan? Were you thinking to be? Being- um, it was, it was part of
1: the plan, but not the plan. Uh, you know, uh, my, my goal was to go into broadcast journalism. That was one like my big goal, I was going to be the next Oprah or Barbara Walters. And, um, and that was like, that was my big goal. And that didn't happen because I decided to get married instead. Um, and, and you know, and I kind of had to grieve that for a little bit, just realizing that I wasn't moving on the way I thought I would. Um, but then I realized that writing was my passion. And that, and actually, I remember my husband and I, when we were, when we were young, like before kids, um, having a moment of saying, well, what's your passion? And I said, you know, and I thought about it, And we both thought about it for like a day or two. And I finally said, my passion is words, you know, and he was like, what do you mean your passion is words? And I was like, reading words, writing words, just seeing, like I read the dictionary for fun. Cause I'm a huge nerd.
0: <laughs> you are the first when we t- ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when we were dating, he would be like playing a video game. You know, this was in like the late nineties, early two thousands. And he'd be playing a video game and I'd be like, I would just read the dictionary because why not? Um, this was before cell phones and candy crush. So I didn't have that option, but, um, but yeah, so, but so Roxy follows she finds that passion. She figures out that cooking is what she's good at. Cooking is where she's happy. I think she also could have made a really good housekeeper.
0: Yeah, uh, her love of cleaning. I was like, man, she loves to clean. That's the one. Not I- me. Point that me and Roxy, no, 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 no. no clean chemicals when she was, yeah, there, she wants, like the non products. I was like, Go, Roxy, to yeah, go.
1: yeah. I don't, I don't clean, I don't know where that came from. That was the total, that's Roxy. That is a no way pers- me. I don't yeah.
0: clean, that was her, I'm not her personality yeah. right there. So,
1: but, but, yeah, so she had to follow that passion of hers, you know, she had to figure out the gifts that God gave her and, um, and follow that. So, that, you know. I think we all could learn a lesson there, you know, find those God-given gifts and, and whether or not it's your career or if it's just a hobby or just something that you enjoy doing with your family, you know, we all need to find those God-given
0: gifts and follow them. Well, you have found yours and that is just the artistry and the words that you have given with Living Water. It is a book I will never forget. It is a book. That is so applicable to not only my walk and in my, in my life because of when I meet a stranger, when I meet someone you know out in the world, or when I meet someone in a pew, or when I meet someone, it, it's one that will make you stop and think of Roxy. You'll stay with me. She's a part of that, you know, character that puts the fingerprints on your heart. That's the Roxy. Yeah and uh-huh. when i read from now on like i said when i read John four, it's roxy and, I, <laughs> it, and it's more it, you know you know we think about the women and the men of the bible there it's not a story it, it is a story it's the greatest story we're told yeah we hear that but this isn't make believe this is real right right and these are real people and the care that you know you took and and just to develop this character into this real living, breathing woman with a heart and, and a mistake and a hope and a sacrifice and everything that she did, it kind of can bring you back and say, wow, I can really see that woman running, that yeah. dust flying, that sand flying. She's running. I mean, she <laughs> is gone. And what she has to tell is the truth of salvation. Right. Come meet the man who has just saved my life. He can save yours too. Hallelujah. And that's your book. That's your book, Allison. (laughs) So I have to say, what's next for you? Like, are you working now gonna work that hard thing? Is that the name? <laughs> have, yeah, um,
1: I in? actually have. So the one that I was I mentioned a few minutes ago that was laid on my heart, that one um, I've decided to turn it into a trilogy. So that might take a while because it was going to turn into a really long single book. And so I was like, okay, maybe we'll split it up into a trilogy. And then um, I'm also working on a, another contemporary piece um, that is actually based on a, um, a very popular song from the 80s.
0: Okay, any
1: spoiler? An I don't know. Do you want me to say what, what song?
0: Ooh, okay, are you, gonna, are you doing like a reveal of this in the future? Because this is going to be listened to. I have you no know idea. Okay. I this, don't know. Just let you know, a lot of people are going to be listening to this. So <laughs> that means you have to follow Allison. You have to stay up with her <laughs> because the minute when she's ready to share that song, you can celebrate along with me. Uh, i'll Merchant. tell
1: you i'll tell you who sings it I'll, it's oh. a michael jackson song from the 80s so
0: oh my gosh okay right? i know one that just came to my head but i'm gonna text it to you because i would <laughs> see if i'm right you <laughs> can <laughs> just say you're right or you're wrong okay oh, I'll just
1: okay
0: and in all my excitement i wrote it down in my book as confirmation so i'm not changing my mind okay. i'm not gonna second guess okay, it, so. okay. Okay, so tell us, Allison, how can everybody connect with you online? You guys gotta get living water.
1: Um, you can find pretty much everything at my website, which is Allisonwellsrights.com. Allison with two L's and one I. Um, um Allisonwellsrights.com. You can also follow me, which and you probably can't even see that. You can follow me on Instagram at what Allison said. I don't know if that's going the right direction or not, but um, yes, it is. It's what Allison said, um and you can pretty much find everything else if you go to either my website or my Instagram, there's links um, that take you everywhere else with my Facebook and Twitter and my YouTube channel and everything else. so um, come find me, send me a message. I'm happy to chat with anyone who wants to chat and if they you know if they want to guess a Michael Jackson song too, they can dm me and and guess so oh
0: wow, there we go, All right, guys,. So y'all know- <laughs> where to find Allison Wells? And now, you know, go and get her book today. Five star yes. love. So guys, thank y'all so much for joining. Jen Lowry writes, look at the cover. Look, you got to get this it. This is the most
1: beautiful cover.
0: Uh, like seriously, like hug a phone. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's legit, the real deal, y'all. You need to get the book um, and have that experience. You'll know exactly what we've been talking about. Uh, because we've been talking about it, but not. So that way you can have a chance to read it and experience and see the goodness and the love that uh, we've hopefully talked enough about to convince you to go and get it. Yeah. Um, But love you guys. Thank y'all for joining us. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye guys.